was charged and it was not. You know, we're just a couple of film students with really good excuses. No, we're not. You Two. know, we're just a couple of, you're a film student and I'm, I work at a movie theater. I graduated. I went, I, I was a production assistant once. Hi everybody, mm -hmm. my name is Timo and that's Matt, in case he refuses to say his name again. Because uh, that's the running gag that he's doing now for like episode three. Uh, it's October 13th, and uh, I'm not here right now. I'm still in bed. Uh, Matt, how are you feeling? How do I feel? How are you feeling? I'm, fe I'm feeling good. It got My day got a little worse when I saw you, but besides that, it's been good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, we, got, we got a board here. It's a new addition to our, our little thing that we're doing here. Uh, mind you, how do you feel about this is not a podcast, the statement? I think I've said it a number of times, but you're, you're always like, yeah, so the podcast, right? Well, and you also like, call it the podcast. I would, you call it the podcast. I would not, on purpose, call it the podcast. Let me but check my email. maybe on accident, for sure. I'm checking my email now. You lie. You think I would write it in the email? Absolutely. That's, that's evidence that I cannot refute. Hell, even the courts cannot refute that. Dude, um, but you, again, we have If a, you've called us a podcast on email, I'm going to put you under arrest. Um... You know, I didn't hear that last part, but it sounded like the tone of voice, like like ominous. Uh, but on the board here, we've got a number of uh, topics. Uh, four, namely. Uh, by the time we get to the fourth one, we'll call it a uh, quits. And I think that's the uh, name of the game today. Matt, you okay with that? That sounds good to me. All right. So first on the list is uh, it says no days off. Because I want to talk about the phrase uh, that is the title. Um, but not really. I think off off screen we talked about it a little bit. Did we reach any conclusions about my anxieties about having no days off? Like, am I working too much or or am I just okay? Well, Timo was trying to explain to me how he has no days off, and then I asked him when was the last time you had any days off, and you said two days. The I last two the, days, yeah. You said the last two days, and then I said when was the last time you had two days off before that, and you said a week ago. The, yeah, the week. So Timo just week. works five days a week like a normal fucking person. Like everybody else, that's yes. true. So and, that's, he, and I find it troubling, evidently. Yeah. I don't really know why. I mean, I kind of know why. You have to work on the website and stuff at home. Yeah. Like, I do get it, but, but it's, it's also, like, it's, it's just, like, part of life. It's also expectations that I, I don't meet, but they're impossible expectations, you know? Kind of like, yeah. um, like, I'll take on side projects like this or a fanzine or, like, three other things. And I have to make sure I have, like, eight things on my list. Then I'm happy, but by the time that evening arrives, it's all already too overwhelming, and I'm, and I'm into deep. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just, like, part of being... Unorganized. Not unorganized, but just, like, having goals outside of your job. Is, like, you're going to have, like, 20 things you want to get done, and you're going to get done... You're going to finish six or seven of them, because you're working and you're a person. Uh, but be happy with that six or seven. I mean, know? I'm happy with even just the work. Like, do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life is why I quit college and work in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it feels like I'm already halfway doing what, you know, it is I want to do. Yeah, but, but you are stressed about Why? This. That's what I, that, I think that's what bugs me. It's, it's bothersome stress. It's stupid and I hate it. Do you feel it's not sustainable? Do you feel like your living situation is not sustainable? Are we doing therapy on the podcast? We are doing therapy on the podcast. I don't know God what sustainable it. means. 
Like, do you think, like, let's say for some reason your housing situation changed? Do you mind me saying what your housing situation? Do you mind me talking about that? Uh, well, I, I live at, at uh, yeah, no, feel free. Go ahead. I want to hear you describe it. So Timo currently lives with his family at the moment. Um, uh, do you pay rent? I don't know. I kind of pay like $600, like $400 per check. But like in random things, so sometimes I'm paying the gas bill, or sometimes I'm I'm paying the the lights. How often do you get checks? Uh, every two, what, twice a month. So you're spending twelve hundred dollars. I don't like the numbers, but something like that, yeah. Okay, so you're paying like kind of paying rent. Yeah, the average rent that I imagined was roommate with room, and this might like years ago, but yeah. uh, this the numbers might not apply. But I was like, okay, five hundred dollars a month with roommates is rent. That's so inaccurate. It is now, but when I was in college, I guess it wasn't then. Like it was, I, it was rising. That I doesn't prices, sound accurate. There's no way. Five hundred dollars a month in a nice place with about three or four roommates. I thought that oh, was a thing. Oh, with three or four roommates, that yeah, could be yeah, doable. Yeah. If you're living in like a house, yeah. It was always populated with other people. Like that's how yeah, I knew five hundred dollar rent with other people. Like that's the price you pay almost. Yeah. That's is that still a thing or is that no longer? Because you I think could do like eight hundred. I know people that have done like okay. eight hundred and they lived in like a four bedroom with five people and one person lived in the garage. Um, but that's like pretty tough. Living with five people is like tough. And you say uh, tough, not, not just friends. financially. You're talking about like, it's only socially. It's really difficult socially. Okay. Um, you that, know, yeah. it, like one person can throw everything off. I had a my friend had a roommate who's gonna name unnamed, who Let's give him a name of Frank. Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, I'm not going to give you any information. So let's it call, let, get let's back call to her them. Frank. Sure. Uh, they just reeked of shit all the time. Mm. Like they shit in the shower a couple times and like refuse to clean it up. Um, like why? Because like, I don't know. I think a medical issue. Okay. That's it, always fun when it's a medical issue and you're like, fuck, fine. Like don't clean it. But No, you, no. <laughs> you still have to clean it. If you shit in the shower I mean, and, like, maybe. it's a medical issue, that's one thing. But if you don't clean it, that's unacceptable. Hey, what if, like, the medical issue is, like, they can't clean it. They're not supposed to touch the No, pool. that's in it. That's not the medical. The doctor, that for sure was not the medical issue. You've met the doctor, and the doctor told you, like, I've in, met the the eye, person. in the eye, and he's like, yes. This I've met guy the person, can... and I know that that's not the problem. <laughs> no hypotheticals. <laughs> no. Okay. But, like, that just, like, ruined the dynamic of, like, a lot of the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's like one roommate would pick a fight, and then... You know, it's it just like easily it de- deteriorates. Like, like you should know that it's not cool to. Po- Why do I have to explain? You know what I mean? Like, it's very strange when it's so obvious who's in the wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay, so that's my living situation. I don't see it uh, changing because uh, if I'm not helping pay the, the bills, you know, it's it's almost left on my mom's shoulders. Uh, my father's doesn't live at the house. You know. Does he uh, help financially at all or no? I don't know. I feel like she borrows money from him from time to time, but she she's never really like been open with her finances or her life, really, my mom. Mm. So I don't ask no more. So I don't, you know, I'll let yeah. her do the thing, and I know to give her money or give the house money or, you know, wash dishes every once in a while just to, like, you know, keep up the facade or something mm. of, like, this is a home that I live in. But I don't feel necessarily like it's a home so much as it's where all my stuff is because as no days off dictates, I'm always like, work's always on my mind. So if I'm home, I'm typically sleeping or doing something, which is, I would call work, but not actually, no, nothing that pays money. This is just the thing that pays money. 
the movie theater work where, where we're at. But but I yeah. drum, I guitar, and uh, that's probably what I'm doing. That's probably what's keeping me from being in a rut. Which um, we all get ruts. You you're you're not in a rut. You're just always sleepy. No, I'm in a bit of a rut. I, I'm a recent college graduate, and I'm still trying to figure out, like, my job stuff. I just started doing extra work, though, and I have a couple of days, so that's going to pay an amount of money. I'm rooting for you for that. Uh, Thank you. You also got a movie in the Slam Dance? I submitted one. I don't know if it's going to get in. No news yet? Uh, no. I'll know by December 16th. Okay. Uh, it's still in consideration. I really hope it gets in. That'd be pretty hype. I have a brother that lives in Salt Lake, so I could just crash with him. That's even funner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's a short that... Um, I really like it, but it has problems, so I would I would understand why it wouldn't get in. Um, I also submitted it incorrectly. Like, I fucked up the submission process. I and I tried to email them about it, and they just would not respond, which, like, I get. They had, I think, 8,000 submissions last year for shorts, so... But I think it's I think it's good enough to get... If they have, like, 40 shorts, it's good enough to get in, I think. Okay. But it's... Yeah, it's pretty unprofessional. It's, like, very clearly DIY... DIY. DIY, yeah. Uh, but Slam Dance allows for that, I think. That's, like, like the point of right? Slam yeah. Dance, to my understanding. That's my understanding as well, um, yeah. Have you I'm ever done, uh, have, you, uh, have you ever affiliated yourself with the Sundance Institute? Uh, I've, like, bought virtual tickets, but, I mean, I like Sundance. I think they're really interesting, but I think I'm not at a point artistically where I'm ready to, like, go to them and start submitting stuff. Because it's expensive to submit stuff to, like, Sundance and Slam Dance. Well, that's what I know. Yeah, I don't know about that stuff. Like, uh, say, Sundance Institute, and you have a script. There's a thing where they would workshop with you. That costs you money, right? Sundance does it, and I think that Sundance does it charge. I believe Sundance is like, okay, this is ready. You're going to come, and we're going to cover it, and we're going to help you make this thing. I'm, I do not know if that is true. That's okay. We I would assume this. Slamdance is the same way. Okay. I am also not sure of that. Uh, yeah. It's also expensive to do that, but it's also like, you know, it cost me $75 to submit my short. And that's, like, a lot of the way they make money. So, you know, I mean, if it's 8,000 people paying $75 for a short, that's, like, a couple mil right there, and that's not including ticket sales. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know how, how they function, but I hope that they're doing well. I think they're a nonprofit, so I don't think they pay taxes. Well, they also have enough pull from uh, people who they've helped, I think, filmmakers and stuff, who if they were Yeah, I know the Russos straight, are really get, helpful. They get some help from, like, you know, benefactors, like... Yeah. Yeah. I know Sundance definitely does. A lot of people donate their time to Sundance. I know that's, like, a really big thing. It's, like, with the filmmaker program, there's always mentors. And, like, I know that Quentin's mentor was Terry Gilliam, or one of his, like, many mentors right. was Terry Gilliam. Yeah, or, like, a cheerleader even, also. Yeah. I know. Um, Terry Gilliam's such a vibe, by the way. I love Terry. Now, explain that. Uh, he is a vibe. I think I know what you mean. But what the hell do you mean by that? Mind you, I'm 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 trying to express, and I'm he's an old, an old man. He's an individual that is entirely his own. So he yes. has an aura that is like kind of um, its own thing, and that's like what a vibe is in my mind. A vibe is like a unique sensation or feeling that someone provides by just being in their presence. Okay. Is that like overly pretentious? I'm no, it's, it, it is sounding a little bit, but it's fun. It's this I know, pretentiousness. My head's pretty far up my own ass, so I mean, I would get that being a problem. But it's I also a bit of colon. an artistic thing. I'm for that. Like people's heads up their own asses. I mean, you kind of have to be. You kind of yeah. have to have your head up your own ass a little bit, I'd assume. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, some days off is the next thing on the wall there. Yeah. Is we already t- covered that. That was me talking about how you have some days off. Yeah. 
I have some day. I have a lot of days off because I'm unemployed right now and trying to find a job. Um. Hire me, maybe. I don't know who you are, but jobs are nice. You scolded me once for asking for free stuff on I this did. podcast. But I'm offering services. Is that what you're offering? Okay. I'm offering services. So it's not the same thing. Yeah, I've uh, PA'd a lot. I'm going to start doing extra work. Oh, I've oh, done yeah. some camera work. I've been a male escort for many years. You were lying about that last one. Yeah, of course. Well, I, not of course. We're listing your, your, like, you know, if someone says, like, oh, shit, I need someone who can handle a camera, but also, like, my friend needs a fuck. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, hey, I know a guy. This guy, Matt, he was talking the other day. Like, and then I have to remember, oh, wait a minute, no. The escort part was a joke, and yeah. he didn't. This, there he is. Okay, I do. So then, uh, whenever I edit this podcast, I, I hear myself, and I'm like, that doesn't sound like it. It sounds like I'm just saying a thing. So I do need to work on that. I've said a lot of things that have like, after the podcast, I'd ask friends and like clarify thoughts, and they're like, oh, I thought you thought that. I didn't think that was yeah, a joke, and it no, was your jokes, crazy shit. Yeah, your jokes are rarely like jokes and more just. There, it's a lot of times just statements. Yes, it's statements. Right. But uh, you know, you're 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 unleashed here. I think that's what what I want you to know. So you I'm know, unleashed. Yeah, you're un, you're un like you know you've been unleashed. I think now we're reining ourselves into something. I'm not even a little leashed. You're not even a little leashed, right? You're unleashed. Oh. Un unleashed, like that. This movie. is such a fucking bad part. This is so terrible. This is a conversation that you and I are having. This is true. I enjoy the and conversation, but I, 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 I do think a lot about the audience and what they're getting. Yeah, I think this. about the six people too. In fact, I, I forgot to put it on the list, but what I wanted to put up there was, uh, we should name like all six of our like buckets. Do we know their names? No, but also, I figured, is there only six? Because you only check Spotify, and the podcast is available check, on a lot of platforms. Yeah, and I only checked months ago. I still have that number. I'm afraid to check. You wanna, let's check it right now on no, the on the podcast. On I'm the not gonna do that. Let's check it. I don't have my computer, so it's a good excuse. You pig fuck. Uh, I also don't have a phone, so... I know, it's really annoying. I don't have uh, any way to get a hold of these numbers, so we're just going to have to skip that part, all right? And then on the list... Now get back to the fucking list. You see there, it says Mother and the Whore. Oh, yeah, it's a movie. It's really good. Uh, I just saw it at the French-American Film Festival. Yeah, the name's been coming up, and I know that you you brought it up, but it's also got uh, Lude in it. Jean-Pierre Lud, yeah, that's his best performance in my opinion that I've seen. How old is he in this movie? Came out in '73, so he was what, 14, 59, right? Okay. So he's 28. Okay. He's a hottie patati in this movie. He's so hot. Well, you know, he's always had sort of a look to him. I well, I'm talking only by that that trilogy. It's three movies or four movies. The ones he did with uh, what's his face with Truffaut. With Truffaut, he definitely doesn't have a look in that because he's a child in a number of them. Mm. When he's not a child, he has a no, look. No, when he's an adult, like when he's like got an apartment yeah. with his wife upstairs and shit, and he's th- gardening. Yeah, I think he has. I think there's five. I think it's the films of Antoine Duanel, and I think it's five features in a short. That's such a cool name. Yeah, the Adventures of Antoine Duanel. Antoine yeah. Duanel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Stolen Kisses is so good, dude. He's amazing, an actor. Um, we'd mentioned Sundance earlier, and then mm-hmm. before that, still, you asked me if I've, like, you know, seen anything that I've I've, I've been excited about or like. I rewatched The Sting. You ever see The Sting? I like The Sting. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I love that fucking movie. And Robert Redford, I was going to ask, do you have a favorite performance of his? Because you're a different generation, so this this aspect yeah. to me is interesting. 
I, it had to be. It, it's a really boring choice. Yes. But it would have to be Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Why a boring choice? Because everyone would say that. Yeah. In a sense. It's 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 like such an iconic role, and it's such an incredible film. See, I didn't. It. I still Movie. haven't picked I'm up trying on to that film. aspect of that film. Like, I've, it's supposed to be lauded as like the one of the great. I feel like the Sting is so much further. Like, up the stratosphere. I haven't seen The Sting in so long. I haven't seen either in so long that I kind of can't say. What do you love about Butch and the Sundance? Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hmm. You're gonna have to cut this yawn. By Sorry the way. for the yawning. I'm yeah. not gonna cut it. You're boring me, and I want people to know that. Um, I'm always boring you. Aren't I, I think, I think Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid is a really incredible film about people. It's a really amazing movie, but it's one of the best films ever made about friendship. I'll say that comfortably. Because these guys have each other's backs and shit? Well, it's not only that they have each other's backs, but it's that their relationship is incredibly complicated and, like, well-established before the film begins. Okay. You see the dynamic shift of them, of, like, how they kind of drift apart and then come back together and then drift apart again. Uh, um, yeah. Other great movies about friendship, by the way, Scarecrow, an amazing movie about friendship. That is a fun, fun movie about friendship. I love the ending particularly. It's almost as fun as the ending to uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, yeah. The ending of Scarecrow's as good as that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Scarecrow, un- so underrated. Definitely deserved the, the... It won the Palm d'Or at Cannes, and it, like, very much deserved it. Although it did beat The Mother and the Horror, and I think The Mother and the Horror is a better movie than Scarecrow, but only slightly. You've been a long-time fan of that movie, though. Are you just excited because it's actually a great movie, or because... Well, uh, I've uh, been... A, it's I, fresh in your head, and you're like, oh, it's, fuck, dude. It's... I love that movie a lot, and I saw it in theaters restored, and I think it's, like, one of the greatest films ever made. I think it's up there with, like, A Brighter Summer Day and Stalker for me, which are, like, the great films, which is, like, pretentious art house choices, but... No, man, some people have boring choices. I don't know. I also think the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie is up there with those movies. I saw that in the big screen when that came out. That that was so amazing. amazing. I was on the ground before the movie started, because they have that song by that band that's all, like, food, and they're like, Mm -hmm. go get some fucking snacks. I didn't see that coming, so I don't know if I was stoned or not. I must have been, but I was on the floor rolling, and it's like I'm sure. It's you, you, you look at that movie again, and you're like, that's it's funny, but it's it's more curious than it is like jokes. Mad Mayaro is one of my heroes too. I gotta mention. Twelve Ounce Mouse and. Uh, oh yeah. Fucking. Those people are really incredible. I wish I was funny. You're talking about Adult Swim. Yeah, I wish I was funny and able to do that. That's like definitely You've something I wish I could pull. Off. Style. Tell me about your style, your, your short. Um, do you want to talk about It's a drama. The, it's a drama. Uh, and I don't really want to go into it too much. That's fair. But uh, in the future filmmaking projects, you're thinking comedy. You're thinking maybe. I think I just like I'm really. Everything that comes out is drama. Yeah. Um, it's very like, intimate and small dramas. Movies that don't make money. Like chamber pieces, even like three characters at most uh no they're very noisy okay. i like noisy films i like films that are very rambunctious and i feel like my films are kind of like that the next film i do the, the short that i'm working on i'm worried is like kind of ripping off uh claire denis a little bit though i'm worried about that robert altman does that name say anything to you yeah i love altman shortcuts is like unbelievable shortcuts is is, is really good uh, MASH was the first one that blew my mind. Dude, MASH is so good. MASH is so underrated. People don't talk about the movie. I think it's rated mo- accurately. I think people like it. No right? one talks about the movie anymore. They only talk about the show. And the show, I'm sure, is fantastic, but the movie's like unbelievable. The show, yeah, it bigger ripples, but I'm, I, that does not compare to the film to me, yeah. yeah. The style of it is so fucking, 
like sick, you know, when when he's uh, mm -hmm. when they're back from that football game and it was all fun and games and then like he turns around and there's a fucking, you know, someone being carted away because they passed away during you know, mm -hmm. during a card game and it's all like the jumping of seriousness to silliness to to um, you know workplace comedy to like workplace drama. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Robert Altman. When you say chaotic, that's the that's the name thing that comes to mind. He is truly chaotic, good. Yeah. There's a movie now. You're, you're gonna have like. You're gonna hear that movie sound. I'm sorry. The movie's the one behind me. Yeah, I'm just telling the audience that there's a movie playing. You want to pump up the volume so they can get a better here? Should I lower the volume so they can get a lesser here? Don't mess with the audience in the theater. No, I don't mean inside the just our up here in the booth volume. I think I can lower that. Oh yeah, if you want to. Do you want to pause it? Oh, it's right there? It's literally just right there. Oh, okay. I don't know if that makes a difference to the mics, but... I don't know. Um, I like yeah. this blasé of you. Like, you, when you came in and you're like, fucking, fucking... I don't know, I, wanna, I don't want to, like, reiterate your your, your, uh, your your wild man persona, but, you know. But this is, like, this right here that I'm looking at, audiences, if you could... Well, we're going to have videos up soon. Mm -hmm. It'd be interesting to have, like time lapse of your expression yeah. from like I have been running off an average of three hours to four hours of sleep a night recently so I'm pretty tired you're at no days off as well what you're at, at a, I would say at a no days off mindset too you're always yeah. thinking doing cinema I mean yeah I, I don't know I, I see a lot of people that I graduated with or, or so I graduated a year late because of COVID because I'm a TV production major and I didn't want to do that over zoom so I I took some time and graduated late. Um, and a lot of people that I know that were in the cohort that I was supposed to graduate, cohort that I was supposed to graduate with, uh, you know, every one of them that I talked to, even like the really talented ones, the people that were like incredibly passionate are just like, yeah, I don't do anything anymore. I don't have time, which is insane to me that you don't have time. You absolutely have time. Yeah. If you have like two hours off a day, you can write for 15 minutes or you can write during your break. That Especially if you're doing you film stuff, you're like sitting around for so long waiting for things to happen that you can just doodle in a notebook or write a little bit or take photos on your phone, you know, something, something artistic. And it's like so many people just like drop out of it. It's really heartbreaking and terrifying, although it's also kind of uh, uplifting because it feels like there's not a billion people in the world trying to compete with me anymore. That is a hell of a way to look at it. Yeah. Um, I wonder that sense, too, of like how many people are looking at all these things coming out and just like throwing up their hands and being like, I don't want to, you know, compete. I mean, I think competition is the wrong word. I think, I think it's like, right. well, you're not competing with other artists. You're competing for attention spans, which is hard. I don't know, especially like I'm on Instagram right now and I don't, I don't like it, but I go through, it, I scroll stuff yeah. and I'll see like these Instagram comedians that are like pretty funny, but they're not like amazing. But then you'll see, you know, like ton like, there's this one, the Something Brothers, they do these funny wedding dance videos. They, okay. they are really funny. Okay. But then they, I, I saw a video today of them, like, posting wedding clips of people doing those dances at their weddings. I don't know. Something about that really just scared the shit out of me. I don't know what it was. It scared you. It scared me in terms of, like, oh, people aren't doing things because of movies anymore. They're doing them because of TikTok dances. Yeah. Which is, like, probably, like, a shitty way to look at it. And it's also, like, there's nothing wrong with TikTok dances. It's just... I think there is, and it's hard to say it because we don't want to poop on anybody's parade, you know. Well, I think that I think for me, it's more of just like the way it becomes a problem if it's your main way of intaking art. I think that's sad, but 
but I do think it's an interesting way for people to express themselves. I do think it's funny. I think it's it it, it has artistic merit. And I, I'm I'm you know, you know I'm I, partial yeah. to let them be you know because they're yeah. not bugging me. Yeah, and I mean a lot of people thought TV had no artistic merit for decades compared to film, and a lot of people thought film had no artistic merit compared to literature for a long time. So. I'm not gonna write it off, but I, you know, I do think a lot of it's dumb or, or very vain and vapid. Yeah, there's good reason to hate on these social media things. Yeah, especially influencers, like people that are just like, yeah. I think there is reason to hate. I also think there's reason to love. You know, there's that cult mentality that's scary. That well, you know, I'll, I'll equate it to race because once I was at this uh, zoot suit showing, and it was around the time when like nationalism american nationalism was a scary thing too much like america it's like all right let's settle down with the pro was this like right after 9-11 or no 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 this is a little more recent than that um, Okay, this was trump yeah yeah, yeah. this okay. was probably around trump era uh so uh i'm at this event and um and the, the you know the music's on it's cumbia music i'm like okay this is kind of mm-hmm. cool i'm looking around everyone seems happy like all kinds of you know like Mostly gringos, but there's, you know, like, communities there, obviously, you know, we're represented, and we're all here to see a fun movie, you know? And then the speech comes on, and then I start hearing, like, like those Mexican cat, you know, the ones where you go, Arriba, or Aha, and they're just, like, they're prideful and shit, but I also sense, like, dude, that's, that nationalism made me really uncomfortable. Like, that sense of, like, yes, let's go Mexico, and then knowing, like, cartels culture, and, like, all these other things. Say again? Can they hear us down there? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Let's just be a little quieter. I'm a little worried about that. Yeah. Sorry. Continue, though. Uh, that's, the, that's the extent of it. Just the idea of, like, other people getting carried away with something that I'm finding suspicious. Yeah. I mean, that's a fair thing to be nervous about. Yeah. But that's yeah. also, like, I don't know. Out of our hands? You're, yeah, it's out of our hands. You big old goob. Uh, last on our list, I don't want to say what that is. Do you, do you want yeah, to read that? Yeah, it's black coffee. It does say that? Yes. Well, my coffee is black and you seem surprised. What, what do you mean? Uh, when I was writing the list of, uh, this is our first list on the wall, by the way, and we're, yeah. we're near the end, so we're going to cut it off, uh, pretty soon, but, mm. uh, you noticed my black coffee on the floor and I think you seem surprised. Oh yeah, I just am disgusted by black coffee. I think it's really disgusting. Oh, that's a strong word. All right, well... Uh, I envy people that can drink it, but I think it's disgusting. I envy because I like I like how low calorie it is. Okay. But I also like I I can't have coffee without cream and sugar, and I love coffee with cream and sugar. I have it. I had some this morning, and it was amazing. And it was amazing. All right. Um, Any final thoughts? I you know what I got. uh, How long have we been doing this? Because didn't we want to do a longer one this time? We can keep going. The list is over, but we got markers down there, and if you've got ideas, man. I'm going to read the numbers? Yeah. It says 27 minutes. All right. We're like half an hour. We're going to annoy our viewers a little bit longer, I think. I like that you call them viewers. Listeners. I like that you call them viewers. Um, I've got... Uh, what was I saying? Titan on vinyl. I got the soundtrack in the, in the mail today. Nice. Uh, how'd you feel about that movie? I love Titan. Uh, I think it was a really interesting choice. I'm obsessed with Cannes. I don't know if people have noticed. I, uh, I think I've noticed. You're, like festivals in general, but is it Cannes, namely? Cannes's the big one, although I'm kind of salty with Cannes, and I have been for a little while. Um, Can you be salty with a festival? Mm-hmm. 
what their programming choices. Programming choices. Uh, I think there were some films that should have been in Cannes competition this year that were not. Uh, now remind me, Cannes like English Channel X new movie. Sorry, continue. Who runs Cannes? Like it's a like the winner of the last year, right? It's one of those things. No. Okay, tell me how. So this year, so right now the the person that's in the head of main competition or main selection, so main competition out of competition in, in certain regard, is named Thierry Fermu. Okay. Uh, he is in charge of deciding it, but there's like a uh, like a caucus of people that decide. I can spell that word. Yeah, I know that there were a handful of films. I know that the new Iris Sax was like almost in competition, and then they decided not to include it. Uh, I know Angela Shanelek was almost in competition. They said not to include her. I know uh, Memoru Hosoda was almost in competition, uh, and they didn't include him. Uh, there's a couple more. Uh, but, yeah, I think that, like, a couple of the films they chose for competition this year were really weak uh, and could have been stronger. Uh, they got ended up getting pushed to Venice. Um yeah, I think the pom- I saw the Palm Door winner this year. I saw Triangle of Sadness and it was incredible. And I just saw Stars at Noon by Claire Denis and that was very good, underrated for sure. Um, but underrated because Spider- no one's talking about it. No, because it's like it's got has pretty negative reviews. Okay. Um, I saw Holy Spider though, and it was a, it was like uh, almost unwatchable. It was so terrible. It was just really bo- it wasn't unwatchable, but it was incredibly boring. Mm. It was like a movie entirely existent of cliches, uh, and like a, a somewhat interesting political angle, but not like super interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's just like a lot of films that I, I wish had made competition that did not. Uh, I know Ari Aster was supposed to be in comp and then got pulled, which sucked. He was like accepted and then they pulled. Um, I know Blonde was in comp and then Netflix pulled because they just a, net, a Netflix issue. Um, yeah. Have you ever thought about being a reporter and yeah. doing like. You know. Uh, I mean, I would love to do it, but I don't know who would pay me. And I don't think I could afford to go to Cannes unless I was getting paid to go. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah. also, there's a lot of, like, I don't know, online news sources. I haven't been keeping up with them, but I imagine they, there's the quietest might send some people or, you know. Yeah, I think I could probably, like, if, I, if I had, like, a background, I could. But I don't, so I don't think I could. Uh, How often do you write? Nonfiction? Anything. Like, you ever sit down and I write, write movie day. reviews of movies you watch? Uh, movie reviews very rarely. Okay. Uh, I'm fairly good at it, but it just takes me a while, and I have to watch it more than once. Um, I have a hard time writing a review of a movie I've seen once. Excuse me for the hiccups. Um, yeah, what about you? You write reviews, don't you? Like I, <laughs> I stopped writing, I think, altogether. Uh, hiccups are cool, dude. You know, you want a, a tip with the, with the hiccups? What? You want a tip with the hiccups? No, you don't need a tip to clear them out. A tip? A tip. What's that? Like just a tip. A no. tip is um this is, weird. is uh you hiccup immediately you breathe in through your nose, and then you hold in the breath. Well, and the then that's are like over, a trick so. for the hiccups. What I normally do is just punch myself in the genitals and then yeah 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 because yeah. oh, that yeah, scares yeah. you that scares yeah, you yeah. and then you're too scared to hiccup. The show oh, yeah, is yeah. fucking garbage. Yeah yeah yeah. No, this is great. Um. Because I've tried that method before. Really, all it does is, like, I wind up coughing up, like, I don't want to say blood, but, you know what I mean? It's, so it's not, uh, I don't know, man, whatever floats. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Um, writing. 
Yeah, yeah no, I, uh, I'm afraid to write, I think, most generally, because I think uh, everything I write has to be gold, and if it's not gold, I'll be disappointed. I mean, that's a fair problem to have. I mean, I would also say stop being such a bitch. I think that's That sounds like a like... beginner's hurdle, yeah. It sounds like a, like yeah. a total bitch move. I mean, it's just, like, part of it. You know, I've been writing regularly for, like, I'd say I started writing fairly regularly my junior year of college. Regularly means daily. Uh, I'd say weekly, and then now it's more like three, four times a week. Uh, I try to write every day, but sometimes I get, I just can't do it. Phys- like, uh, like, it won't come out. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm really worried about, like, writing to the point where I, like, kind of work myself out and get burned out. Um... But, yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know... Right? Yeah, I started writing fairly regularly in sophomore year of college. So I would say that was 2018, so about four years. Uh, and it like it gets progressively easier as you do it. It's like a skill you master. So sure. it's just like you have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And your writing will get better and better and better, especially if you're as analytical as you seem to be. Um, and, yeah, it's just like, it's just like, it's like anything. Sure. Practice makes perfects. Um, yeah, conjuring no up talent. fiction is does that appeal to you, or do you like to like reiterate just history? Like, what kind of nonfiction? Uh, do you like to conjure up his uh, fictions, like you know, make stuff up, or do you I prefer only write to fiction. like only establishing? I only write fiction right now. You only write only fiction. fiction. Yeah. Huh. I think fiction is underrated and it has a really important place, and I think a lot of people don't take that into account. Okay. Well, what's your favorite recent fiction that you would recommend to people? Fiction yeah. what? Anything. Uh, you've, you've, you've not, I guess you don't read uh, The New Yorker anymore for fiction, right? I've never read The New Yorker. You've never uh, read it? No. Someone told me they read it. Uh, books? I'm reading Almanac of the Dead, and that's very good, but it's really long. I'm yes. 430, uh, 440 pages into it, and I, I still have like over 300 to go, so it's like pretty exhausting. It's 780, uh, so it's a long one. Okay. Uh, that's really good, though. Uh, for films, I just saw Mother and the Whore is amazing. I saw Trouble Every Day, and that's also amazing. Uh, what about you? Mother and the Whore, who's, uh, who wrote that? Or It's by a director named Gene Ustache, I believe. Uh, he only wrote two fil- He only directed two features and then passed away. He, t- he took his own life, uh, which is part of the reason the film hasn't been available in the U.S. for so long is because the son refused to let anyone restore it up until very recently. Ugh. Bitter yeah. drama or what? What? Bitter drama? No, I mean, it's just like, you know, the company that ended up restoring the mother and the whore on, and Gene Ustache's entire oeuvre, or entire uh, filmography. Did you say oeuvre? Yeah. Okay. Uh, was the company that originally produced the films. And the only reason they were able to do it is because of that fact and because the son knew they would really take care of the films. Mm-hmm. But apparently there were like hundreds of offers to restore them that got rejected Turned by the son. Yeah. Because uh, his films, if you see The Mother and the Whore, it's, it's such a personal film. Okay. It's so obviously personal. Um, very, very self-critical. Uh, this kind of stuff appeals to you in terms of you'd like to do that or no? I would like to do whatever comes out of me and feels natural. I kind of don't want to pigeonhole myself, which I, I know is like maybe not a good idea. I know it's... Okay. But I don't know. I don't want to do that right now. Fair. If I can avoid it. All right. Um, the, uh, the books you left, uh, a while ago, I started reading the, the John Waters script mm-hmm. book, uh, that's kind of, uh, interesting there, but, uh, I'm all out of, I, I, I think I'm reaching now for just anything to do with writing, 
Uh, how you yeah. feel? Let's just end it then. If we're, you want to cut it? Yeah, let's cut it. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you but, for listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah.